Right, welcome everyone to Fazlift's podcast, episode 19. Uh, guest with me today is Ollie Jackson. This is a new one that I'm starting up today. It's called uh, Competitor's Corner. And I'd quite like to get uh, some of my competitor friends on to uh, just talk about themselves, answer a few questions, and, and look at things from more from the client's, uh, sorry, the competitor and client's perspective. I've generally had quite a lot of coaches on, and that's been really interesting, but uh, I think it's also good to give the side of the story too. So, uh, Ollie, you're my first guest on the Competitor's Corner. How are you doing? I'm good, mate. How are you? Good, man. Yeah, all good. All good. So, um, what I'll do is I'll just give you a brief introduction about what I know of you, and then if you want to just fill in a little bit. So, um, Ollie and I have known each other. Yeah, great. Ollie and I have known each other for a few years on the forums. Um, Ollie's got ridiculously huge quads, <laughs> uh, and and for some reason he used to be in men's physique. So we're we're, we're glad he's we're glad he's grown out of that. Uh, he's done he's done a good few competitions, and he just basically gets better and better. So he's one of those guys who's who really seems to have awesome off seasons, which I'm uh, I'm very jealous of, and I hope to aspire to myself. Um, Ollie, do you want to just fill in a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, so I got into lifting. At about 16, um, well, mini intro first, I'm 26 now, uh, British, as you can hopefully still tell from my accent, even though oh, I've yeah. been living in Australia for the best part of four years now, uh, Sydney. Yeah. Um, so I played football or soccer for anyone that's not English um, from when I was six until about 17, got into the gym at about 16. Um, my first real workouts, I trained quads and chest and biceps every single day that's nice, every nice. single day of the week um that's how to chest do and quads did well yeah <laughs> chest and quads did well uh biceps is still shite so <laughs> <not there. laughs> but um yeah um never uh, took the training seriously but never really took the diet or anything else too seriously hmm. until i probably hit maybe 23 um by then i'd finish uni i guess finish my sort of drinking years hmm. and uh did a year off just to travel Australia, Southeast Asia, Europe, nice. all that sort of stuff. Nice, um, nice. Got in contact with Alex after I'd already done a couple of men's physique shows um, back then. I don't know if it's still the same now, but uh, it was back in the day of having about 60 or 70 competitors in every single fucking men's physique class. Um, <laughs> so I think I got a couple of shows of second and third call out. Um, didn't look too bad. Okay, you know, decent structure, but yeah. never was really lean enough or particularly confident on stage to be honest or maybe i just wasn't pretty enough i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's why i'm moving into bodybuilding i'm just not pretty enough for physique <laughs> yeah that's exactly it so uh, yeah so i grew a beard and uh, <laughs> went full on with bodybuilding um so yeah i've been coached by uh, someone you've had on actually your show three mm. times now i believe that's uh, right alex I'm going to butcher his last name. I always think it's Shinas. Shinas. I've, I've gone with, along those lines. I went with Shinas and he didn't correct me. So I'll go with that. Okay. We'll go with that. Uh, or <laughs> Alex or Raiden, as yep. he, I, I still call him. Um, I've been with him two and a half years now. He's had me through uh, two shows, two full off seasons. Mm. And we're just cracking onto our third off season now. We're 20 weeks to the day, actually, post show. Um, Going pretty well. I'm about 103 in the morning at the That's moment. Good. Still good relatively lean. Mm. Um, I can still fit in the smallest um, notch on my weightlifting belt, which is 
<laughs> really, it's, to be honest, it's really how I judge it in the off season. Yeah, I've been on the I've been on the sixth or seventh one at the end before, and that's not fucking nice. So um, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see how we go. This year. <laughs> uh, so a couple of uh, questions from that, just for my own interest. Uh, what position did you play? What position did you play at football? Uh, Centre mid. So believe it or not, I was also a long distance runner. So I was the guy in the field. Um, I was captain um, that didn't stop running. Um, yep. Obviously, that's completely different now. If I ever play football, it's a bit of a joke these days. I'm literally the guy that stands in the back and push people off the ball. That's all I, that's all I can fucking do. <laughs> so you, you were basically like Roberto Carlos before. That was your thing. Huge. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Or huge fucking cord. <laughs> and um, also, when you were traveling, whereabouts in Asia? Um, mostly Thailand, to be honest. Um, so I did the entirety of Thailand twice. Nice. I did it with one group of friends, um, and it turned out another group of friends were coming over. So I thought, I'm free for a couple of months. So I'll just do it again. Nice, um, nice. It's so incredibly cheap out there. I think I, I think I lived like a king for about four months on four grand. Yeah, um, yeah. which is it's it's insane when you think about it. But um, yeah, I don't think I don't think I cooked a meal while I was out there. Eat yeah, out four times a day. It's a nice life. I I did some traveling. Um, Roughly, probably about the same age as when you were. So this is a while yeah. back there. So a good few years back there. And that was around. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I spent a year in South Korea teaching, and then after that, I did some traveling around oh, South wow. Korea. Yeah, Japan and and China, which is pretty sweet. Um, so like six months of traveling around, it's pretty cool. But yeah, I should say that the, the quality of life there is great, and it's it's cheap as fuck. But um, there you go. Right. Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll. Oh, one last question. Um, in how much muscle have you put on with Alex? Because the change has been dramatic because you've basically gone from men's Yeah. So yeah, like a, a rough estimate. Um, um, probably 15 to 20 kilos. Um, Fuck. So, wow. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I go by Dexes now, but mm. I haven't, I didn't get one towards the start. I think I came to Alex at um, a pretty chubby 94 kilos. Yeah. We dropped all the weight back up, dropped down for a show, competed in my first show at about 82 on stage. Um, last year, I was 80, 89, but uh, a little bit leaner, a little bit drier. Um, and then, obviously, now I'm, I'm up quite a bit, but um, yeah. I guess we'll sort of see um, at the end of this off-season. Yeah, awesome, awesome. I wanted to, um, just to emphasise that for anyone listening, because we're going to be diving into why your off-seasons have been so effective, in your opinion, and I think it's good to sort of frame the fact that Ollie's put on 30 pounds of muscle. Of, of, we're talking, not anyone can put on 30 pounds, and, you know, fucking hell, Ollie, we know guys who put on 30 pounds in like three weeks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not naming any names, but so, but yeah. this is this is actual stage weight, so lean tissue, which is insanely impressive. Um very very cool all right so um we'll start with the questions so we've had we've got a range of questions we've got some uh we've got some serious ones we've got some we've got some fun ones so we'll try and cover everything firstly this is from a jake bennett uh i'm assuming he's a friend of yours out in os yeah I know. yeah okay so how does your missus make you feel when she gives you shit about your hamstrings <laughs> yeah so this is an interesting one um basically what i I think it was probably after our third or fourth date. Um, she like she quite she quite likes muscle, my missus, which yep. obviously helps. Um, yep. She actually prefers me in the off season rather than a, a lean physique, which once again is probably one of the reasons I've got off season because I've got a girl nagging me to get abs back or anything like I, that. I, um, I, find, I find that's true though. I find they do. Yeah, you know, really? they, 
like okay. the, the really sick kind of bodybuilder look like all the guys are just taking man that's amazing and then you just get no yeah. the women at all yeah yeah the girls, <laughs> the, the girls like who what's that fucking baby doing <laughs> yeah right exactly <laughs> all right yeah, so, so yeah um we'd i think we've been on a couple of dates and i'm ashamed to say i did some posing in front of her um damn right she was pretty happy from the front. Yep. Really enjoyed the quads, the chest, shoulders in particular. Um, <laughs> turned around and she was like, oh, where are your hamstrings? I was like, what? It was literally just before I started getting coached by Alex. Mm. So one of the first things I said to him uh, was, I mean, my quads are quite good, but are my hamstrings particularly weak? And yeah. he was a bit coy and it was a bit... Uh, <laughs> We'll, we'll focus on them. And it's just like, oh, okay, so they shite them. <laughs> well, that's amazing. So you, your missus has got a real good bodybuilding eye. That's, uh, that's good. Um, yeah, she does. She knows what she's talking about. Love, love the story. Awesome. Um, second question from Jake as well. Will you do, and I'm interested in this too, will you do a massive off-season like last time and come in even bigger? And and Oh, uh, yeah. What are the sort of the timeline days? Because I'm taking two years off between competitions. What, yeah. Probably about the same as you, mate, to be honest. Mm. Um, so I competed last February this year, so mm. February 2019. I don't expect I'll be on stage again until at least 2021. Um, I guess the show, how the shows go over here in Australia, so the earliest one I could ever consider doing is yeah, towards the end of 2020. Mm. But I think in order to get ready for that and have a nice slow prep, I need to cut off the off-season at about a year. Um and I, to be honest, I just don't feel like doing that. I'm yeah. still a lot leaner than I was last time. I think it's going to be a while until we have to do any mini cuts or anything like that. So, um, I mean, at this sort of age, you really want to be, I guess, focusing on getting what growth you can because as you get older, it gets harder. Um, yeah. So I'm more than happy to take some extended time off and hopefully come in right at the end um, of the heavyweight type Um weight on stage um obviously leaner than ever but um if i can get to a solid heavyweight for the next show um that's the goal have you got any numbers in mind stage weight numbers this is hard to say um yeah uh, i think anything like 97 98 so putting on a solid almost 10 kilos on from yeah. the last uh, last stage um, that's, yeah that's great that's, that's great. uh that's the plan that's awesome um, we'll go into stuff about mini cuts um, a bit later because one of the questions is just sort of about what do we do in the off season, but we'll, we'll talk about that in yeah. a little while. Right then, next question. Um, so this one's from uh, Warren. Uh, what about some other characteristics you've developed through bodybuilding? Right, that is a good question. It's a deep um, question. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess. I'd probably, I'd probably go back to consistency to start off with um, uh, because I guess this sort of bodybuilding sort of takes so much. If you can, you know, commit to a big off season, if you can, you know, do a full on prep and get to stage, um, I don't want to sound cheesy, but there's not a lot of things that you won't be able to do if you put your mind to it. Mm. Like you'll see um, quite a lot of bodybuilders, maybe when they retire, they focus that, almost obsession onto something else like a, a business um they will succeed and you see a, a lot of bodybuilders like that look you look at john meadows for example he you know he's really focused on his youtube channel recently all these um clients and whatnot website and other revenue streams etc cetera, etc cetera. um so i guess consistency to something in particular um 
it's probably something I've developed. I think it's matured me quite a lot as well. Mm. Um, like I said, I only really got serious at 23 or so, and I feel like I've aged maybe 10 years between 23 and 26, to be honest. <laughs> um, I'd say I've gone from like the brain of like a 17-year-old at 23 up to, I guess, pretty much where, where I'm supposed to be. Um, <laughs> so I'd, I'd guess they're the, the main two, unless there's any you can think of off the top of your head. Awesome. I, yeah, I, I like that. I think um, I like the maturity one that you said because I, I kind yeah. of go back to that myself when people talk about um, you know, sport and I, I like it to do with winning and losing. I think sport, yeah. bodybuilding, and for me, it was powerlifting strongman. It teaches you how to lose. Um, and that's, yeah, and that's an important skill because it's not the importance is not in the loss. The importance is not being afraid to try. Uh, and I think yeah, that's, that's really cool. And, and how you bounce back as well. How you bounce back? Yeah, totally. It gives you a lot of resilience. And I, I said to my my uh, my sister recently because she's her kids have just started lifting weights. I said it was probably one of the best things I did was to take up weights just for my development as a person. I don't know it was, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. So next question, what made you switch from males, men's physique to bodybuilding? I'm interested in this one too. This is from Brooks. Um, what was that about? I mean, obviously you had the big quads, but, the, but then you weren't, you weren't too bothered about hiding them away in the first MP competition. So what was that about? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there'll probably be a couple of reasons there. Um, I guess first and foremost was that, I didn't necessarily do bad in men's physique, but I didn't do particularly good either. So I guess during my three or four men's physique shows, I came maybe top 30 or 40% in the class. Um, so that was still like 15th out of 60 or whatever it was. Um, so really nothing particularly special. Um, so I guess there was that. But also, I guess I've, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do when I started working with Alex. Actually, I wanted to compete again, but you know, do better than I've ever done before. Um, don't like the feeling of losing. Um, so within a couple of weeks, and I progressed very quickly because I was coming off a bit of a layoff um, after traveling. Um, and we pretty much said straight away, um, yeah, we're going to move you on to bodybuilding. Um, I was just like, yeah. yeah, okay, I guess you get, there you go. Uh, third, obviously, quads. Um, I obviously didn't fit into those little man's physique shorts anymore. Um, <laughs> I'll have to try those on one day, actually. And see how they go. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I guess they would be the, the top three reasons. Um, yeah. And I, I guess I just wanted to get pretty fucking huge. Um, yeah. yeah. And, you know, that's that's not men's physique. Maybe in the pro ranks these days, the guys are pretty big. But uh, in the amateur, it's very much skinny abs, surfer dude sort of look. That was, yeah, that was our experience as well. So I, I coached um, Mark, Mark Frazzaroli, he's been on the podcast as well. And yeah. He, he placed out of the top five because we brought in, for his first men's physique show, we brought in a level of conditioning, which I was basically comparing to the Jeremy Bundai's of the world and all that kind of stuff. So we really mm. nailed his conditioning. Him and another guy got placed out of the top five and the, the referees, the judges, sorry, specifically said, the reason that some people are going to be out of the top five is because they're too muscular. And that was the feedback from him. He was yeah. too fucking muscular. And the guys, yeah. the guys who are in the top three, they look like little boys. No, I mean, no disrespect to him because that's the look, but they mm. look like little boys. Uh, they had the, the, the surfer dude kind of look. It wasn't yeah. bodybuilding and, at all. And, that, and that's so stupid as well because it's exactly like bikini. Um, mm. So there's a certain look they want for the amateur. Mm. And then as soon as they go into the pros, they'll do nothing straight away because they've got to put on yeah. 10 pounds or whatever it is of muscle. So if they exactly. jump into a, a pro show straight away, they'll place right at the bottom. Unless they've got yeah. a phenomenal shape, they're not going to do that well looking yeah. like an amateur. Um, when really, 
amateurs should be the same as the pros. You want to look like the current Mr. Olympia. That's your target. Yeah. You want to look like the best in the world. That's a good point. I never really thought about it like that. Um, but yeah, that's a good point. Because if you're not basically cut out for it, well, sorry, if you're not basically cut out for it, well, where do you go? Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Um, uh, move on. <laughs> um, there's another joke question. We'll move on to this one because I quite like this question. This is from, um, this is from Live Fitness, who's um, a young lass near, near my neck of the woods. Um, she said that getting the body is hard enough, but how do you work on confidence in posing? Oh, that is pretty good. Um, well, I guess a couple of ways. Um, so I got a posing coach um, for my, well, first and foremost for men's physique, I'll just say I wasn't confident at all. Um, <laughs> I was one of those idiots that barely practices posing, you know, was pretty fucking tired on stage. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> after I came out. Yeah. And you, you just, you just don't picture yourself being on there so long. Like you'll mm. pose what you think is five minutes in the mirror. But really, you've done, you know, a minute, maybe a minute and a half. So as soon as you've been on stage, you've done all your poses, you stand at the back of the stage, you've got to stay in front relaxed. Yeah, you can't yeah. see me, but I'm, I've put that in inverted commas. Yeah. Um, so front relaxed is anything but relaxed. I think <laughs> maybe your midsection is sort of relaxed, but you're sucking it in. Yeah. Everything else is pretty much flexed. Yeah. Um, so when you've been on there 10 or 15 minutes, um, it's hard. Um, so yeah, practice your posing early, get a posing coach. Um, I've never done it online or FaceTime. I've always done it, uh, face to face. So I've worked with, um, an ex IFBB pro Charlie Duca, um, Naba pro as well. You may or may not know. Um, I think he competed mostly in the nineties and the noughties as well. Um, Always a fantastic poser, had a great shape, wasn't as big as the, the Lavronis of the day, but um, definitely held his own in a couple of shows, mm. and he was really good. I remember um, we'd do our posing, and then I'd be like, when's he going to do my routine? Like, I, I thought it would take us forever, um, but he'd already pictured my entire routine in his head, and he taught it in about 10 minutes. And I was just <laughs> I was absolutely amazed. Some people have just got a, a knack for that sort of thing, and that's definitely not something I had. I'm very flat-footed, very... Um, <laughs> sort of turbocharging around um so i definitely had to become a little bit more i guess show a bit more finesse um <laughs> on stage and to be honest to short a short and sweet answer to that question is just practice and get some time on stage uh do a couple of shows i was amazed at how confident i was in my second bodybuilding show compared to the first um I felt completely comfortable on there. And the audience was about three or four times bigger than the first one as well. Um, it literally just gets some time on stage. It's probably the best way there. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I, I think, I think with the, in regards to the first competition, like people don't really sort of realize the first competition is a lot about just getting in and getting your feet wet. People, exactly. People love to say, I'm not ready for the first competition. Yeah, I don't know if I can compete. And it's like, well, you can go and compete. Like you look fine. But you're not, yeah. you know, don't, don't go out to win the first competition. That's probably not going to happen. Yeah, that doesn't happen for 99% of people. Um, and before you know it, 15 years will have gone by. You've got a family and you'll never compete. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so got, yeah, and to be fair, doing a show, obviously if you've got a good amount of size to start off with, mm. it's the best way to grow. You diet for a show, rebound out of it, have a successful off-season, and straight away you've probably grown more than if you just did a little bulk towards that entire amount of time um 
it's amazing what the body can do after it's been starved for fucking 20 weeks. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and you know, if you're going to go back on stage the next year or a couple of years after, you've got that in the back of your head. It's like, well, I've got to improve. And I think it stops. Yeah, exactly. I think it stops you kind of dicking around with stuff, you know? You, 100%, yeah. Which is cool. Um, all right, that's, that's good. I think she's got a good answer there. Um, now, this is a good question from Cade. Uh, I like this. What have you had to change as you've advanced onwards? So as you've gotten bigger, you put on, I think we covered earlier, you put on about 14 kilos of stage weight, which is immense. What things have you had to change moving forward? Um, I think, so I guess my training program these days, it's a lot more simple, um, but there's a lot of focus on weak parts. Um, so I guess when I first got started, it was always shitload of volume, um, everything once a week, blah, blah, blah. Um, I didn't do that much deadlifting. I didn't do that much blah, blah, rows. There were a couple of other exercises I was missing too. At the moment, uh, the bread and butter of my workout routine is deadlifts, rat pulls, three different types of rows, uh, like 10 fucking sets of squats every week, um, incline bench, et cetera, et cetera. So it's all the big hitters. Um, and some of those I was missing. So I guess if anything, over time, my training programs actually got simpler, mm. but it's a lot more of the more bang for your buck stuff, um, yeah. which I definitely think is what is putting the weight on me, to be honest. I think, I think you know, conceptually, uh, that's quite a reasonable stance because I think when you're a beginner, you, in my opinion, you should stick to a relatively small pool of exercises, just get better at them because you can progress so fast. Yeah. I think when you're an intermediate, you do – you need to go through a wide variety of um, exercises and potentially volumes as well if that's your thing mm -hmm. but i think as you're advanced you you kind of know what works for you and you, your, your pool of yeah. exercises become smaller and i'm, I'm the same I, I don't have a great deal of variation um there's some exercises that i just know are going to blow up my chest and i'll do those same with the back um mm. yeah yeah that, that makes a lot of sense uh, was there anything sort of diet wise that you've changed um I guess almost simple again. Um, I know what foods my body can handle. I know mm. um, if I, if I want to eat 600 grams of carbs every single day, I know what I need to eat and what I need to avoid. Um, so for example, I can eat rice, pasta, anything bready all day, every day. But if I have more than one bowl of oats a day, like nothing else fucking digests that yeah. entire day. Um, if my fats go super, super high, if I've had a cheat meal or whatever, the next day it's hard to eat. Um, I know I can eat any meat, egg whites in a small quantity, as much dairy as I want. And I know what carbs work for me as well, which is obviously potatoes because I'm working with Alex. Um, so, so 15 I, uh, pounds. <laughs> yeah, 15 fucking pounds. Yeah. So I genuinely uh, and always have, like, not through Alex's recommendations, um, not against me either. Um, mashed potato is fantastic for me. It's easy. Yeah, I can too. eat it mm. at my desk while I'm working without thinking about it with a fucking spoon. Yeah. Um, like, that's, that's what you want. Something, uh, I guess, a meal plan that's simple, easy, you can stick to, don't get bored of, your body digests them easily. Um, and almost you don't have to think about, like if you can consistently eat the five meals that work for you every single day, yeah. you're going to make progress as long as you're training there. It's, it's, that. it's that simple. You can, that. there's all this sexy stuff going around, but if you can stick to the basics across diet, uh, recovery, um, and training, like that is 98% of it. Yeah. Um, you can do all this sexy stuff for the last 2%, but you'll find that all the basics, you know, may take a hit because, 
I don't know, um, you've blown up 20 pounds full of water so you can't do any decent exercises while you're lower back feeling like yeah. it's on fire. I'm going to go out on a limb and, and just make this statement. I've never seen anyone who excessively focuses on the details ever get the majority of things right. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. Mm. I, I, there's, yeah. there's very few people, well, there's nobody, nobody I know who micromanages stuff that doesn't get, that, that then gets the big rocks right as well. I don't know anybody yeah. that does that. I just don't. It, it just doesn't seem to be a thing. But so you either get two camps of people. You get people who really focus on the basics and they progress time and time again, or you get people who do a lot of fancy shit. And and that it's it's indicative of their entire personality and approach to bodybuilding. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's definitely true. If there's anyone out there that is very OCD and would like to prove their progress and prove us wrong, please let us know yeah. in the comment section. Definitely. <laughs> And we'd like to see some progress over like a year or two years or three years. Not, um, yeah, I did this one month. today. One month or even one week. Oh, yeah. Drop four pounds yesterday. Great, I guess. Um, so. <laughs> so, yeah. No, that is true. It's like when you see these amazing 12-week transformations. Oh, really, they've been, they've been nasty for a year. Then they've jumped on everything under the sun and really gone for it. But, you know, in six months' time, they're going to look the same as that before photo because... Yeah, you know, like they can only do twelve weeks at a time. It does, like it uh, and it, it, it sells. It sells. Tell yeah. me why it works. The annoying thing for me is, like, I saw it was a childhood uh, buddy of mine from from I used to go to school with him, and he put up a fat loss thing. And and it, don't get me wrong, like the fat loss transformation was fantastic. But the thing is, he's been spiraling up and down for years. So yeah. you can you can pat him on his back for his recent weight drop. But what about when he gained it all back and then lost it again and gained it all back and lost it again about five yeah. times prior? That doesn't impress me. And I don't want to be mean to go on his page and go, well, fuck, dude. Like, when are we going to see this, like, come all on and then come off again? But yeah. I just think we've been through this cycle for five years. Like, when are you going to learn? Yeah, you're right. Um, like, a five-year transformation of 50 pounds of muscle yeah. will impress me way more than three months of 15 pounds of muscle, for example. I'm not saying that you can actually do that in three months. Mm. But um, that long-term consistency incredible growth really is way more impressive than some 12 week transformation where you know the person's going to come off everything and slack off and then look you know the same yeah yeah i, I got you, the same you, thing i got the same thing in thinking it was november some guy asked me to to coach him but he really wanted me to just you know kind of like tell him it was okay to do his first cycle or something um, and i was like I, I was like you really shouldn't be doing that like you you know or at least understand the risks involved and he's like, okay, yeah. I won't, I won't do it. Uh, turns out he did, and he just exploded for like three <laughs> months, loads of fucking videos. Yeah. And now you never hear a peep from him again. So I'm just like, well, that was pointless. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, he'll be back in a year. He will. Fuck it out. Right, uh, the last one we've kind of covered, but I want to delve into it a little bit more. This one was just simply it's a training style. Now I know we've covered that you like the basics, but can you talk yeah. us through? Can you talk us through progression and do you do any kind of periodization across the year? I'm kind of more interested in the phases of training that you have across the year. Yeah, sure. Um, so in off season, for example, uh, I guess we probably have three separate phases really. Um, so the first would be more progressive overload. Um, now that's not every single exercise. It'll be one or two exercises per body part. Um, okay. It's sort of what we're doing now. Then the rest will be a little bit of volume, maybe some drop sets, but not particularly. Um, the second phase, which could be after, nothing's ever timed with the way I, I do things with Alex. If mm -hmm. something works for 13, 14 weeks, 
will do it if it stops working after six or seven um uh, which isn't very often um we'll you know move on to the next thing mm. so the second phase would be more of a volume phase um which would i guess as the name suggests it would be a lot more volume a lot more shorter um rest times uh giving the joints a break from the consistent you know hammering and trying to get stronger um you know other factors would be in and higher at that sort of times and then i guess the third phase would be more of a back off um in a cruise uh sort of situation um but i guess those back off phases the actual backing off the actual weight is pretty minimal for me um i don't know if it's because i'm a little bit younger or touch wood i've been okay so far um i think it's consistency as well i think it yeah i I, I don't back off a lot and it's that's certainly not me being young (laughs) (laughs) um, you know i I think it's consistency uh, and not being mentally burnt out yeah yeah Yeah. i think well the last time we really did that was um before we started the last prep alex gave me a month of basically minimal bodybuilding shitload of vegetables shitload of fruit minimal protein um, train three times a week, do nothing anywhere near to failure. And it was bodybuilding wise, it was such a boring fucking month. But obviously, <laughs> life wise, it was great because I did a lot of other things. Because I was, yeah. you know, I was only in the gym 45 minutes three times a week, which is crazy yeah. um, thinking about it. But um, it meant that those first four or five weeks of prep, I transformed, obviously, as you can imagine, um, like crazy. Barely lost any weight, but like body comp completely changed. What are you in that sort of month? What are you focusing on in terms of progression? Is is that a thing, or is it just like go in, work the muscle, come out? Um, during like the phase two volume. Yeah, just curious. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be honest, in the back of my mind, I still try and get a little bit stronger during it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But not particularly. Um, but I guess it it completely goes by progress. Like if I'm putting on weight, not getting fat, there's definitely you know muscle going on. Um, there's nothing too much to measure. I think I guess it's more in the over time sort of thing. Like I know at the moment I can barbell row, I don't know, 20 or 25 kilos more than I could about a year ago. Um, yeah, that's good. For yeah. example, um, I don't know when that, those jumps happened. I could, look in my, I could look in my logbook, but the thing is they've happened at some point um, gradually over the last year. And that's, I think, the most important thing. I think I think if you're sticking to the same basic pool of exercises, you've got that. Yeah, it's sort of standardised, isn't it? So you know when where you're making progress specifically. If you, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I've started and, to do that. Um, God, I was just going to say I forgot to actually mention at the moment. Although we're in more of a progressive overload phase, I do have like a extra pure volume session, which is extra shoulders and extra arms, just because mm-hmm. um, two things we're trying to bring up, try and get in more. 3D dense look. Yeah. Um, ready for next time. To be honest, fucking everything is a focus this year. <laughs> well, you can like, do it with a two-year off-season, right? You can do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, like, right. Obviously, back back's probably my biggest weakness, so we're focusing on that. Okay. Glutes and hammy is probably the next weakness, so we are focusing on those. And then arms and shoulders need to be a little bit bigger mm-hmm. to match anything else. Yeah. And then before you know it, the only thing I haven't mentioned is quads, yeah. um, chest, and calves. Yeah, well, calves, I'm training yeah. now more than ever. Chest... I'm not doing as much volume, but chest has always been something I can contract insanely easily. Mm. I can probably train my chest doing a fucking leg curl or something like that. Yeah. And then quads, although they are my strongest body part, this year we've had a we have a just a quad day. 
which yeah. I've never really particularly done before. So although they're not a focus, they're still getting smashed um, every week. So yeah, before I, you know it, it, it turns out I'm focusing on everything. I seem to, <laughs> yeah, I seem to remember you, you used to do a lot of push-pull legs. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah. It's more specialized now, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I like yeah. the idea about the, the, the mind-muscle connection on your favorite muscle groups as well. I'll tell you what's interesting. I Because my back's a pretty strong body part, you know, and lats and traps and all that kind of stuff. When, yeah. I, was, when I was a kid and I would sit in class, I could actually, I didn't even know what the muscles they were, but I could actually tense my back and kind of lift myself off the chair a little bit. Um, oh, right. I remember doing yeah. that. I never really clicked, but yeah, it's weird. I think thought back years later, actually, yeah, maybe that's something to do with back development. Who knows? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think a, a lot of it is either genetic or mm. how you're actually built, um, you know, bone lengths and lever lengths and all that sort of crap. Um, obviously, it'd be pretty hard to test exactly how you are unless you're working one-on-one with a specialist every single day during every single workout. Yeah. But um, there's obviously, I'm obviously designed to build chest and quads very easily and then stuff like back in glutes for example are a weakness <laughs> all right awesome so we've gone through we've gone through all the questions at least all the the serious ones uh we've got a couple of fun questions here so we'll go through those how many years till we both walk sideways through doors that's from jake bennett <laughs> depends on the door i guess hopefully yeah hopefully not too long if i focus on lats and <laughs> side belts i'll uh, brush through doors pretty easily <laughs> <laughs> and uh the next one was would you rather fish or fish in a rice cake yeah 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 um i don't know if you remember this actually the do you remember the video which was oh uh, gotcha yeah yeah the meme i think, it was, I think was it was he a scouse guy or yeah he, he, or he was english somewhere yeah you're, yeah, you're english. Yorkshire, Yorkshire. yeah english and northern um yeah and obviously, meal one was fish, meal two was fish. And rice cake. <laughs> Just all for the rice cake. It, yeah. yeah, I think he's what he Yeah. Um, you so know, I, I, I saw an article about him recently. Um, yeah, he's, he's got a lot bigger. <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot bigger. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if he's changed it, but fuck me, apparently, fish and a rice cake were the most bland diet of all time works. Yeah. I mean, that, imagine that for motivation. If you're that meme guy, you've got to get bigger now. Show everyone. Yeah, Christ, fair news. That could have done a, a, a nut job on his mental health. But, um, <laughs> Can you imagine that was his life's work, proving the fact that this works, you know? <laughs> yeah. Imagine how many rice cakes you'd have to eat in order to uh, grow properly. It would be, be, I, a, be I, a birthday I, present for the next 10 years. Yeah, Jesus. I, uh, <laughs> I, I can't stand him. So to answer yeah. the question, I think I'd have just fish, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Just the fish. <laughs> Right, so we've gone through all the questions. Um, now, if you've got time, what I wanted to do was run through the Olympia lineup and uh, see what you think. Have you got uh, time to do that? Should we do that another time? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I'm free for that. Awesome. Right, so let's talk about the big topic. Um, start with the big man, Sean Roden. Yeah, Christ. Holy shit, what a that's, situation. Uh, that's given us a bit of material, hasn't it? Last couple yeah. of days. Fuck. <laughs> so... I, I mean, right. you know, fuck, where do we even start with this? Um, I, I literally don't know because there's an argument for both sides of the story. So he's been okay. banned, I believe, from competing at the Olympia. Yeah, uh, that's um, forever, not just for this year. He, oh, is it? Okay, yeah. so I didn't know that. Yeah. So there's a very good argument that in the eyes of the law, you are 
guilty until proven. No, you're innocent. Fucking hell, I got that wrong. Um, <laughs> you're innocent, 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 innocent until yep. proven guilty. Yep, yep. So I can 100% get that that is wrong. And he'll have a contract that he signed. And I'm sure if he's proved innocent, which I don't think he will be, um, that there'll be some heavy repercussions. Because imagine if he has the trial next week, yeah. No, this fucks his. It's going to fuck his prep up anyway. Even if he's innocent in two weeks, he won't do the show. You, you, this sort of emotional turmoil that he's going through right now, you, you can't compete under those conditions. Yeah. You shouldn't anyway. Mm. Um, so even if he's proved innocent and he, he, in a couple of weeks, like there's got to be some repercussions for them banning him uh, and I, I guess almost making him look more guilty than he is. Mm. But then again, if you look at the facts. It was four or five days after the Olympia. This woman came to his hotel room. He's married with a daughter. I think she's married too. Yeah, she is. Um, supposedly, he was going to help her with some posing or some mentoring or something like that. Yeah. Uh, like, whatever way you look at it, there's proof that they've had sex. Um, apparently, there's some proof of uh, rape in some way. I don't know how you actually completely prove that. but um, um, I, think I, don't know if some... I think they do an examination of... Um the lady's parts and I think there's evidence uh, of, of it potentially um, I don't know how quite how to phrase it because this is not be, uh, like for, being rough yeah right yeah force, yeah 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 force they, is probably yeah that's right yeah yeah I'd say yeah. we go with that I think that's what they found and they've also found some of his um, DNA sperm basically on our inside yeah. here so uh, that's that yeah. is pretty damning yeah 100% um, I guess you could argue why she waited nine or ten months um, it's one of it's one of those topics that you damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because yeah, it's a tough one. Obviously, because obviously, I guess getting off topic a little bit. There's a lot of this going on mm. where the guy's guilty and nothing ever gets done about it. Mm-hmm. So you you can't make it harder for women to come forward about being raped. Otherwise, we'll have a fucking epidemic. Yeah. But at the same time, like we all know, I think most guys know a friend of a friend or someone mm. who has been accused and. Um, wrongly accused mm-hmm. um, and they always get done for it if it doesn't get come out um, like that literally happened to a friend of a friend of mine um, Shit. He, was, he, he actually went to prison for two years um, and the only way he got out was this girl um, admitted to one of her friends on Facebook that she made it up she just didn't want to admit that she cheated um, wow. but that's a complete anomaly yeah. so it is one of those situations where it is so shit. No matter what we say, it is yeah. right and wrong. Yeah, I think. Just, what do you think? Just, I think, just to clarify for people listening, like we're not suggesting that's the case here. I mean, it's a shit situation. No matter what happens, yeah. um, it's for for both parties. It's you know, it's a shit situation. Um, I I don't know about the the rape stuff. I don't know. Like, I think it's just a wait and see. I mean, right now it is what it is. I think it's a financial thing, basically, because. The, if there's any chance of him being guilty, and there is, you know, fairly, fairly high chance of him being guilty, there's no way they're going to have a, a Mr. Olympia who's a rapist. It's just, just, just not going to happen. Um, so yeah, that's fair enough. From a, from a sort of a, if we just sort of move that off to the side for a second, looking at his condition, let's assume this didn't happen. Could he, could he have retained the title? Yes. You think so? Yeah. I believe he could have. Um, I think Curry is a couple of years from winning it. I don't think Bonac will get any better, particularly unless there's a bit of a miracle. Um, he's missed the mark a little bit last couple of shows. Um, 
yeah, I think he. I think if they gave it to him last year over Roly, mm. he would win it again this year, um, basically. So yeah, I think the best that can happen to him right now is that he's proven innocent and he competes again next year, twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, but I really don't see that happening. If I'm honest, if um, yeah. I agree, unless I think, we, yeah, go on. I, 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 say, I was going to say I agree. I think. I think it was a fairly fair Olympia last year. I don't think there's anything mm. that people could be too mad about. I thought, yeah. genuinely, Roden was the better man on the day. Yeah, I remember watching it live, the live stream, mm. watching him come out, and I was like, fucking hell, he looks quite good. He could get top five. <laughs> and that was just on his front relaxed. Yeah. And as soon as he started posing, I was like, fucking hell. Yeah. Because his back's up better than it ever has. And that, besides his uh, fucking miniature triceps, yeah. is like the only weakness he really ever had. But if you look at the back shots of him and Phil, he's not that far behind. And then he beat him in every front shot. And yeah, arguably yeah. some of the side shots. So, yeah, it was uh, the, for me the the best shot of his was the uh, ab and thigh. I thought that ab and thigh was so crisp. And then he's got oh, big, yeah. he's got the huge lats. He's got the the pecs which just hang. Um, yeah, I, I thought he was tremendous in that. And Phil just Phil. He looks like an amateur. Well, I'm not going to say that, but he Phil looked awful next to him, like in the Abbott thigh. Yeah, um, I think has he had the two surgeries since then? Um, yeah, I believe he has. But yeah. then it's, it's debatable whether that was even the problem. Um, yeah, know. yeah, there is that is true. Um, but I guess because of these last couple of Olympias, we kind of forget how good Phil was. Like Phil in his prime, like what Ronnie could beat him. I think that's it. I think I think 2009 Jay would beat him. Uh, that is my favorite look of all time. Uh, you, know, you know why? Was... You, you know why? Because it's not just the, the look in isolation. You put Jay next to anyone in 2009, and he makes oh, him like yeah. a child. Cause yeah, I, you, you, I remember. You remember that? You know, he was there was one. I think it was 2009, 2010. He was standing, and there was Phil next to him, and Kai on the other side. And obviously, they've grown since then. But yeah, he just looked ridiculous. They looked like kids next to him. Yeah, and then obviously Dexter came up to it, was next to him, and yeah, he literally made Dexter look like a men's physique competitor. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did. And, De- and you know what? Dexter looked good in 2009 as well. He, he really did. Uh, he does he ever not look good? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He wanted to retain the title. Literally, by the time I'm old enough to be almost as good as Dexter, I'll be too old. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be fucking 45 need to slow it down he'll yeah. be 85 <laughs> still going <laughs> so, so much fucking better <laughs> i saw a meme this morning it was like uh here's a picture of some of the first bodybuilders ever and it was eugene sandow you know the, in black and white in the 20s and it was uh texter jackson next to him <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that is just his big cheesy smile on his face it's great <laughs> So uh, let's yeah. let's go on to the next one. So we've we've, we've covered Sean. I think I think we're both in agreement. Great physique, but odds are he's probably not going to do it this year. So yeah, what are um? Let's look at the two front runners who I think are the front runners. Brandon Curry, first of all. Yeah. What are his chances? Um, completely depends how his quads hold up. Eleven I'm- weeks out, I would have told you he could have won it. At the pitch I saw today at eight weeks out, his quads downsized ever so much. And that's the one body part he can't lose. He looks so good. He is exactly what I would want Mr. Olympia to look like with a little bit more quads. Um, are, you so I guess, about, are you talking about the picture on that Facebook group? 
bodybuilding by bodybuilding? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it was either a front double or. Um, I'm looking at a front relaxed. Oh yeah, but it could have been either way. Um, like everything's brilliant, but I'm not saying his quads look small, but mm. they look slightly downsized from the picture three or four weeks ago. Yeah, and yeah, if that if that. that's happening if that's happening eight weeks out, mm. what will happen towards the end um, is, I guess, my question. Mm. But he is exactly who I would want to win it. Yeah, I agree with that. I think he's got a great shape. Look, I'm looking at this picture now while we're speaking. There's not much. There's not much to say that, that that's wrong. I can see what you're saying about yeah. the quads. They have yeah. been bigger. That's um, that's me being inc- incredibly picky. Um, by the way, for the, yeah. the quads, I'm not. Then you have listening, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying he's got 25 inch quads or anything yeah. like that. He's still pretty much the best in the world. Yeah. Um, but if we had to go for something, um, that's what it would be. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking at his midsection nine weeks out. He 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 looks incredible. He looks and he belts <laughs> oh, crazy. Scary. Eh? It's amazing just to think like. He had all that potential, and he was there coming in fucking 16th place at yeah. the show. And I don't know if he was just lazy or what it was, but um, something has changed. Um, I'm not saying it's necessarily the bloody camel crew or they've got any secrets or anything like that. Yeah. I think it is just consistency because all you can do in Q8 is train, eat, recover, sleep, repeat. That, that's what I think it is. I think every good, really good coach that I've had, the ones that I've really appreciated, a lot of what they've done is they've shown me what's possible, like what I can do. Mm. And I think perhaps they've put, they've, there's nothing special about them per se, but they've pushed him to the point where he's like, no, I can actually do this. I can take it to the next level and I can still cope and, and be a normal, regular, almost regular person. I think that's probably a large part of it. I think, I think they've really pushed him out there with everything. Mm, definitely. And he, obviously he's got the best team around him. He's got a good coach. Yeah. He's probably posing fucking two hours every day because he's got nothing <laughs> else to do out there. <laughs> Other than I guess sweating the heat, yeah. Because um, <laughs> his wife's not even with him. His wife's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whatever works, I guess. Imagine um, being on that much fucking test of your wife not being. There. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, I wonder if they have like uh, masseuses. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't know what the laws are on that sort of stuff in Kuwait, but I'm, I'm sure they'll have some form of relief uh, system. Yeah, I think you've got the money for it. I think you're okay. Um, so I reckon no, I a, bit, a bunch <laughs> of milking women or something. So we've got we've got him. I reckon as our front runner. I think we'd both agree. Yeah. Um, the other one that I'm going to stick in now is a bit of a question mark on whether he can do anything this year is Dexter. Dexter's yeah. coming in very, very confident. He says he's the best shape he's been in. I've seen yeah. his pictures. He is fucking big. Did you see that interview on Jay Cutler's channel? He looked good. Yeah, no, he really does. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure because he's regressed ever so slightly in the last two years. Um, so I saw it in person. Um, not last Arnold Australia, but the year before. Um, obviously, he got like seventh at the Olympia, which was a bit of a, it was a shock, but it, w- it would have been a shock to him. Obviously, yeah. he hasn't finished out the top five for like 10, 15 years, or whatever it was beforehand. Yeah, a shock, yeah. um, so I think he is ever so slightly downsized, and the waist has got ever so slightly bigger. The waist is still fantastic, but that being fucking 24 inches or whatever the fuck it was, obviously not 24, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, was almost his trademark. Yeah. So 
with certain things getting smaller and that getting bigger, that will completely throw him off, I think, because he's obviously not the biggest dude, but he is. He looks pretty perfect. Um, you put it out there. Like, who would you want to look like walking down the street? Um, you can't get much better than what he looks like. Yeah, he looks fantastic. Uh, I, I kind of have the same feeling. I like him. I think he's... I think he's still doing amazingly well, and I, I think he probably will be in the top six. But yeah. um, he has ever so ever so slightly regressed, and I don't think that's really the calling card for Olympia. The Olympia needs to be on the up and up for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I was just saying, you look at every Olympia win, and they're on the up and up. Even Jay, when he came yeah. back, he blew his condition out of the water when he was competing against Jay, Ronnie, Ronnie Coleman. Yeah. 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 But um, I guess the one thing you could say is Dexter did start to regress 07, no, 06, 07. And then 08, he won it. And then he kind of got, although he didn't win again, he almost kind of got better and better um, for a couple more years. So he was about, I guess, 40 then. He has quite a muscle. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, perhaps that extra 10 years, um, you know, will play against him. But, you know, he's the, the best bodybuilder, really, most successful. Mm. Show wise and everything else. Um, what I see won like fifty yeah, pro shows or some something. I think it's, like, it's going to be fifty this year. I think that's the. I think that's what it is. If he wins the Olympia, it'll be, if he wins his qualifier and the Olympia, it'll be fifty this year. That's which, which is yeah, insane. That's that's disgraceful. Disgracefully good. <laughs> disgracefully good. What, like, what do you even say to that? <laughs> one thing uh, I I think he has got in his favour is he's back with Charles Glass. And um, oh, okay. I, I quite like to watch training videos. And if you looked at some of his training videos when he was with that other guy, the Psycho Fitness, um, yeah. like, he was always complaining that he would try to make him lift too heavy. And Dexter was like, I'm not trying to get injured out here. I'm not trying to get injured out here. Yeah. And I, I, think, yeah. I think with Psycho Fitness, it, he reminds me of the phrase, if the only tool you've got is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. That's kind of, you know, it reminds me of that. It's like, just lift heavy, Dexter. Yeah. It's like, I ain't trying to lift heavy. Like, I'm 50 years old. Yeah. I'm six weeks out. That's not going to happen. So I think yeah. Charles is a bit more, um, first he's more hands-on. He, he makes the reps glide a little more, which is safer. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think Charles is probably better for him at this point. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a very good chance that he could come back better than ever. And yeah. if he does, then, yep, there's definitely no question he could take it. Um, I think that this Olympia will actually be pretty interesting. I think yeah. it would have been more interesting with Roden still in it, but... Yeah. It is as wide open as it could ever be this year. Um, and hopefully that'll sell a few more tickets. I think so. I'm more interested in it this year. Here's a, here's a really mm. quick question. Um, this could even be just a yes or a no. I'm going to say no. Do you think Phil's in it this year? No. Um, and the reason for that, I, if you'd asked me six, seven, eight weeks ago, I would have said 100% yes. Because mm. I saw how fucking good he was looking at that time. Yeah. He's in the middle, uh, eight weeks out of doing a, a tour of the UK, and it's not—it's not two or three dates. It's like fucking twelve. Um, <laughs> he's in, he's in Stoke on Trent, for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah, he's just in, <laughs> one in Stoke. He, he's literally going to be all over the place. Um, <laughs> you just go there so and I get think, depression. It's just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've been there a few times. A mate of mine, um, Josh, used to used to live there, and yeah, we used to we'd go to some. We go to the obviously that gym there, uh, yeah. strength, which is obviously phenomenal. Um, and then we go to a fucking cheap, or you can eat Chinese afterwards. <laughs> and, uh, 
And I just remember the, uh, the entire place, other than that gym, being so incredibly depressing. <laughs> so <God>. shit. <laughs> Such a shit city. You go to the city centre, there's literally nothing there. It's just decrepit buildings. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> oh, no. Christ. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. You've got so, that. Yeah, uh, spoons. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I guess he's, he'll finish his tour at six weeks out. Yeah. I don't think he's doing it this year, um, which is a shame because I really believe, and I've said like a lot of times publicly that I think you'd do it this year. Mm. But as soon as I saw that tour was booked, I was like, no way. Yeah. Not for your redemption year. You need to have everything in place. He's not traveling and doing what he needs to do, um, to be honest. I think he's kicking himself a little bit, though, because he, he wouldn't have known about the rodent situation. Uh, and he's yeah, over there. And he's like, "Fuck, man! I could have, I could do this. I could do the with the four hundred thousand dollars, whatever it is. But I'm yeah. stuck in, stuck in fucking Stoke on Trent. They say they let him out. He might get mugged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucking hell. So what? What about um, what about the other one? Who's the, the other sort of question mark is Kai Green. Um, he let out a pretty strong hint that he was going to compete. But thing is, mm. Kai is a bit of a he likes to do this, doesn't he? So, yeah, um, he does it every year. Um, I won't believe it until I see it. I think he's got an, an open invitation, but I think he's had one every year. I think he's allowed until three days out to say he's doing it, but I think he's had that every year. Um, he does look phenomenal, but he always looks phenomenal. I was going to um, say, he looks huge. Like, I, I, I mean, like, I mean, I love bodybuilding, but. I don't think you'd stay that lean year round no. and not want to compete. But he he's looks, done it for three years. So I, I, I really don't understand. Yeah, he looks huge and he looks lean. He just, he just, he, yeah. looks, like a, he looks like he could be Mr. O. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. So I, um, don't, I don't get this not competing. Yeah. I, I guess maybe he's downsized a little bit. He doesn't look like he has, hmm. but you never see him standing next to anyone. So yeah. maybe he has a little bit, but. I think if he get, wanted to give it a good crack, there is nothing really stopping him winning it. Um, so, yeah, who knows? He'd, he'd make enough money from it, but I think he's making enough money doing what he's doing. So, yeah, yeah I really don't know. All right. So <clears throat> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lump these next few together because I think they're kind of connected. Uh, Diasha, Sandow, yeah. and yeah. Juan Morel. The reason I'm putting Juan Morel in there is because he's had a back and forth with Diasha at the New York Pro for the past couple of years. I think yeah. Morel, I think Morel, I want to say Morel beat him last year. Is that right? And it, and Diasha got it this year. Um, no, no, Nathan beat him last year. Um, I don't th- don't think Nathan did it this year actually. Right. Uh, Morel did win it, um, but Nathan didn't do it this year. His first show was at English Grand Prix. Right. Yeah, I just remember seeing some older pictures where Morel completely outsized him. And some recent pictures really? where, yeah, completely oh. outsized him. Because Morel's been around for ages. And yeah. Dash is still, well, I mean, Dash has got a great record. He's pretty much, I would say, on paper, the best pro in, in, in the UK right now. But um, I think, yeah, definitely. But I think he, in the latest show, he certainly showed him up. That, that may have been footage from last year, actually. But he, he oh. had just the same size as Morel, and he just outclassed him in terms of his conditioning, which is hard to do. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, no, that's true. But um, Morel's got shite legs. Um, yeah, he does. And yeah. once again, I use shite in uh, relative quote terms. unquote. Yeah, relative yeah. terms. Um, <laughs> they're not. They are fantastic. Yeah. But if you compare them to the top ten at the Olympia, he would be in tenth place, four legs. Um, yeah. 
which is why I say shite. Um, so regarding those guys, like I, I like I like Nathan and I like Sando. Um, I don't think anyone other than English get Nathan's sense of humor. It's <laughs> like um, Americans yeah. hate him. Like, yeah, they do. The guys, the guys, joking. Like, he's taking a piss. He's. I mean, I've met him. He's the, he's the most down to earth, nice guy in person. He's just playing about a little bit on social media just yeah. to maybe make prep a bit easier for him. Keep it I interesting. Don't, yeah. um, I, I, don't but, think, I don't think Americans get sometimes that you know when we play around, there's quite a lot of bite to it. Um, yeah, and that's all it is. But we, you know, unless someone's actually throwing a punch at you, it's just yeah, no, exactly. There's a lot um, of people actually have it's just the way we joke around. Like yeah, like they're literally just joking. So I mean, I do really like Nathan. Um, yeah. I think he's, I think he, I think he's got all the potential in the world. I'm not sure how or what he needs to do to improve. Um, to be honest, uh, if he can get a little bit more size with the exact same, you know, mint conditioning and keep that tiny fucking waist. Then yeah, um, I actually a year or so ago I would have said he could be a Mister O. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on. I was just gonna say comparing him to Sando. Um, yeah, yeah. So I really like Luke. Fantastic personality. One of the most interesting real bodybuilders there is at the moment. Um, yeah. You can actually watch him talk. He's not fucking boring. He isn't telling you about his shitty chicken and rice meal he's gonna eat for two hours. <laughs> he's he's funny and he's interesting and he, he is, talks yeah. about anal. Yeah, funny. Um, anal, anal and Tinder, right? Yeah, anal and Tinder. Yeah, exactly. With no selfies. Um, but I think Alex made a very good point. So he, he looks great. In pro shows, he has nailed it one out of eight. Yeah. Um, like he nailed the Arnold Classic, came in third, because it could have placed a little bit higher. Literally, I remember seeing those photos and being like, fucking yes, he's finally nailed it. That yeah. is great. Two weeks later, didn't look as good in Australia. And then two weeks again, looked a little bit softer at Indy. Um, where I think he ended, so he got third, fifth and sixth or something like that. Yeah. Um, maybe it's a case of the longer he competes, the worse he gets. So he can't hold that condition, something like that. Mm. And at the Olympia, he doesn't need to do that. One show, give it your all. He looks great right now at eight weeks out. Um, so who knows? But um, at the moment, Nathan's definitely the better of the two. It'll be great to see those two battle each other. Um, and I don't like Juan Morel, to be honest, as a person. Um, yeah, he likes he's, had, uh, he's had some history, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I dislike him just for that. Um, I know I shouldn't, but uh, scumbag. Yeah, if you listen to this one, you're a scumbag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, you're, if you're one of the 150 people that listen to this. <laughs> I'm, I'm exaggerating there as well, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but, you know, the, the problem I've got with uh, that whole trio, so Diasha, um, Sandow, and, and Morales, how much more size can they realistically put on? When I look at someone like Brandon, he's been progressing mm. rapidly and he's been putting muscle yeah. on seemingly to no limit. Mm. I, I'm not sure how much more I can see on, I can, I can maybe see some more on Diash's frame, but I'm honestly not sure how much more yeah. I can see on Sandow's frame, particularly in the chest. I don't, yeah. know, if, I don't know if it's there. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I guess the only thing I'd say on Luke's behalf is he literally started training about eight years ago. It's um, oh, really? disgusting. Yeah, he started training when he quit a band at like 22. He's now 30. Um, Fuck it, so his level's prog- yeah, so his level of progression has been insane. So maybe it is just a muscle maturity thing with him. Maybe he'll put on three more pounds of muscle his entire career 
but yeah. the way the look of the muscle changes um, yeah, over not, some time. He's not grainy, is he? They had that conversation with uh, yeah, Abiad. Yeah, you're right. And I'm surprised at that because the way he trains, he trains basically like he's back. He's like a I don't want to say mini Dorian, but he's like another Dorian. Um, yeah, exactly. He's he's strong as hell. You know, sure, he yeah. incline bench 180 or 200 for like six, seven reps. He deadlifts a shitload. He can squat a shitload. He barbell rows 220 for fun with brilliant form. Um, like you, you can't fault the way he's training. Like yeah. I think it might just be a case of time with him. Mm. Um, he is getting better year on year. That's good to know. That condition. That's good to know, actually. I, did, I didn't know that he's only started training relatively recently. And I'd say to, yeah. to anyone listening, nine years is not a grand, great amount of time to get up to the top. Yeah, no. Okay, that sounds good. I like that. I think, I think with those three, we're talking about middle i want to say middle-ish pack you know maybe yeah. maybe touching the top six yeah exactly then if any one of them absolutely nails it they can mm. jump right up so there's the potential there it's just um it, it'll sound stupid but like you literally never know yeah. until we get there um good to speculate about and then uh, we've missed out bonak so what do you yeah think of i want to go back to bonak and, and also rami as well bonak i'm going to say this about him i I don't think there's anything there. I don't think there's anything left. I think he looks like a mini Coleman. If you look at his muscle bellies, his yeah. glutes, his arms, his conditioning. But the, the difference between him and Coleman is he's narrow. Mm. And I, I think he's narrow and he's slightly blocky. And while he's a great personality, I think he's, he's a great bodybuilder because some of his poses, he strikes are amazing. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't think there's anything left there. I think between him and Curry, Curry's got more mileage. Yeah. Um, I'd agree. Um, like there's, there's no more muscle Bonnet can put on and right. look good. Yeah. Um, so with him, it's a case of nailing that conditioning, peaking correctly. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't say his waist is bad, but mm. it could potentially be better. Um, I'm not saying he has to do a billion vacuums every single day. Um, <laughs> but I just see that being the one area that he actually could improve if I'm saying, it is possible. I'm um, saying if you put him next to uh, Roden... Or you put him next to Curry, his he is going to look blocky. Yeah. That's, oh yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Because his height doesn't help him either. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're completely right. I think the he came. What's the best he's done? Did he come second one year? Yeah, he might have done. Um, yeah, second or third. I mean, well, he's won the Arnold. He's won the Arnold Australia. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he's come second or third at the Olympia. I think that kind of is the best he will do. Um, if Curry fucks it, he could beat Curry and maybe win this year. But he had slightly reg- regressed this year. Um, and I saw it in person at the Arnold Australia when Curry did beat him. And okay. Curry def- definitely beat him. Um, I think there was 10 points in it. And the photos, for some reason, made it look a lot more equal than it was. But in person, I was pretty close to the front. Um, everyone knew Curry was winning it mm. when he did. I'm looking at his um, his front clasp pose, and in that position, he can hide his weaknesses, and he looks yeah. incredible. Yeah, hundred percent, just phenomenal. But you you put him in the front lat spread, and that goes to shit. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. he, he even looks happier hitting the the clasp, and he looks miserable. <laughs> <hitting> the... <laughs> it's because he knows. <laughs> he fucking knows it. <laughs> All right, so the other one that I wanted to talk about was uh, Big Rami. Uh, my yeah. my opinion on Rami is I think he's one of the biggest disappointments. Um, and I, I, yeah, that, that sounds harsh, but it's one of the biggest disappointments in the last five years, personally. Yeah. Um, I mean, like when he first came about, he was 
it was almost like a phenom. He was like the equivalent of The Undertaker um, yeah. when he first came to WWF back in the day. Yeah. Um, like, here's a guy that he'd literally been training fucking three years when he turned pro. Mm. Um, I heard a funny story about him where he first went to, I think it was Oxygen Gym or somewhere similar first mm. or whatever gym he first went to. Um, complete beginner, bought a program for six months, went off then went back to that same trainer for his next six months and he put on that much muscle. The guy <laughs> did not believe that it was the same person. Yeah. That's amazing. But, to have those genetics, fucking hell. Yeah, exactly. Um, with him, I, I think it's good that he's away from oxygen because they really pushed him on the size. They wanted him to be the biggest bodybuilder. Um, I think he looked best maybe with a Cito in like, 15 um something like that when he was you know completely shredded mm. but like even if you, you look at last olympia day one you know full as hell watery didn't look that conditioned must have taken like 10 diuretics overnight or something like that and looked phenomenally better and dragged himself back up but still got you know just about six so it's one of those like it is it, sort of there he's not you know pretty to look at but when he's in shape, but full as a fucking house, he makes everyone look small. And those quads, like They're Jesus, phenomenal. like I've I've um, I'd be keen him, to yeah. see it. I'd be keen to see a tape measure around them. Yeah, I've got a picture honest. here compared to uh, Phil in the 2015 uh, Olympia, and obviously it's just one pose. And a front double yeah. is not, front double is not Phil's pose. Like no one's going to say. Yeah, that. yeah. But Rami's waist looked tight as hell. Yeah, um, yeah, that's, no, that's exactly it. Quads look huge. Um, he looked phenomenal in 2015. Yeah, it's just the uh, just condition with him. Um, I guess over the years he's got become such a, a better poser than he first was. He looks like he really enjoys himself on stage, and he's he's kind of a fan favorite because everyone yeah. from the Middle East obviously fucking loves him. Um, <laughs> uh, which you know is understandable. Plus, he's um, just so happy all the time. That's what I like about yeah. Him. Yeah, That's, he's such a nice uh, dude. He's, he's kind of like, it seems. You, you watch Strongman, he's kind of like Zidrunas. And yeah. if you ever ask Zidrunas, uh, like if you see an interview, and the first thing he starts off with saying is, I'm very happy. And that's like, <laughs> it's just, he's the biggest, cutest 400 pound man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't think Rami is doing it this year. He's He got injured in the year and I don't think he's in a qualifier. Um, and I think because he came sick for so, he doesn't auto qualify. I think that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he so has, I don't think we'll see him this year. He, if he needs, if he's going to do it, he has to win the show that Dexter's going to do, which I think is the Tampa. Yeah, um, and Dexter's doing, he's, he needs to win it. Yeah, we've, and we've seen nothing um, yeah. from his corner. I don't think this year, in particular. Yeah. I think he was it a, a leg injury or I don't, was, know, I, I don't remember. It was definitely the shoulder. Seeing, it may have been something. Oh, was it shoulder? Was it okay? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, it may have been another. It may have been a leg as well, but it was definitely a shoulder. Yeah, that's a shame because like, he he could have still been fine because like he probably could not train his quads for a year and I'd still be bigger than yeah. everyone else's. So <laughs> yeah. he, he could have inj- he could have injured both quads and still won. <laughs> yeah. yeah, here's a, here's an interesting one who I think is doing really well at the moment, um, and I I can see him as as Olympia. It, Steve Kuklow. Really? Okay. I just think the improvements that he made recently um, and yeah, the nah. structure he's got. He's got structure. He's fucking huge. Yeah. Um, so he, he won a show, didn't he, this year? Yeah. Um, 
I forget which one it was in the end. Yeah, but, it, was it the Indie Pro? Oh, yeah, it could have been. Yeah, um, yeah. I yeah, think he won it the Indie Pro as well. Pro, that's it, yeah. All right, there you go. Um, and he came 10th-ish, I believe, last year. Yeah, um, yeah he looks great. Um, I guess he's just a tall dude, so I always sort of favour the small guys just because, you know, I, I'm small. No other reason. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he... I think he's definitely, you're right, he's definitely improved. Um, I, but I guess the, the guy still works like completely full-time, doesn't he? Same as Cedric. Um, so I don't know if that's slowing him down a little bit or, or what. Um, it'll be good to see how he does this year. If he's you know, made improvements in the last Olympia and his last show, then he, he could be a dark horse. He could be right there. Um, I mean, he's beaten most of those guys other than like the top six, maybe top seven, top eight. I'm seeing a um, comparison of him next to Luke Sandow in the Indie Pro this year. Oh, yeah. He definitely beat Luke there. 100%. Outsized him. I mean, his waist yeah. is a little more blown out, but it was still pretty tight, but he definitely outsized him. And Luke's, no, yeah. Luke's not small. Yeah. No, I mean, Luke is my height, and he's fucking huge. huge. His weight is very high. Mm. Like, he, he's like 305 pounds in the off-season. In yeah. Off-season, and, you know, decent nick. Yeah, yeah, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, he in the pose that he did, the, the quote unquote disrespectful pose with Diasha, he, <laughs> he fucking he looked he, he was way bigger than him, way bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's he's definitely sort of a, a dark horse, I think, mm-hmm. because he's done one show, um, beating a decent group of people. To be fair, at the indie, um, just looking at it now. Um, I guess it just depends what you can put together Olympia time. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Um, I think there's one more that I'm going to throw in there just because we've had some news about him over the last day. In fact, you messaged me that picture this morning. Um, Hadi Chupan. He's been, compared, oh, yeah. he's been compared to as the new Dorian Yates. He just comes in, destroys everyone, doesn't really speak yeah. a word of English. Well, I mean, obviously, <laughs> obviously Dorian does, but no one can understand what he fucking says. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he looks phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know what? Um, I called that wrong. Um, luckily, I didn't say it out loud, but I thought him moving into the open, he, because I'd only seen most muscular poses of him recently, I just thought, uh, maybe he's hiding his, shit, his waist. Maybe his waist got worse. Maybe he's hiding it. But as soon as I saw it's either a front relax or a front double, something like that, I went, fucking hell. Um, Have you seen his waist spread as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Fuck yeah. hell. Okay, his lats have got bigger and his waist has got a little bit smaller, yeah. which is what makes that pose even better. Yeah. Um, and the fact that he literally is so, so conditioned. Yeah. He made the other guys look fat and none of them were fat. <laughs> Nathan was in shape pretty much. Yeah. Ian is always in shape. Um, and the other Ian's guy in the top three was Lucas. And I'm pretty sure he was in shape too. He's um, he's the guy that can do that amazing stuff with his glutes. No homo. Um, yeah. He can like... He That's can what twitch, I'm looking at right like, now, no homo. <laughs> yeah, he can literally twitch every single muscle fiber in his glutes. Um, and I saw, that, I, saw, I saw that live, actually, the Arnold Australia. And it was, it was literally phenomenal. Um, like the crowd, uh, it was the loudest I've ever heard a crowd uh, yeah. during his routine. It was just something you don't ever see. What I'm, what I'm looking at with, with his back now is two things that really stand out. One is the thickness of the lower lats near the erectus. Yeah. I, I often find with people who are thick there, that's, that's a completely different thickness. Like he must live yeah. heavy as fuck because that's unreal. And then also yeah. the fact you can see his quads from the back clearly. 
<laughs> yeah. That's, that, that's, is it what the sweep just going all the way yeah, over? It's just the sweep just yeah. been huge. So his rear lap spread looks even more aesthetic than it, it should do because his quads from the front are just adding to it. It's just phenomenal. Yeah. He was he was literally insane. As soon as you saw a photo of him next to you, like you knew he was going to win. Um, yeah. In any other pose than that most muscular, just because he always wins that most muscular. Um, but yeah, I mean, he won't be the Olympia. He won't get a um, he won't get a visa. Um, if Iranian doctors can't get visas to the US, they're not going to give one to a bodybuilder. I'm sorry. Um, it's a fucking shame again. It's a shame. It's a shame because you know what? I think he's better than Flex Lewis as well. I'll I'll say that out now. Yeah, I mean, last couple of showings, definitely. Um, I think Flex has beaten him in one show, but Flex at his peak. Um, that'll be interesting to see him come back next year. Yeah, he's taken, I've not heard much from him. I mean, to be fair, I don't follow him, but no one's really talked about him that much. I imagine he was out there grinding and putting on some good size. Yeah, he's, yeah, he'll be in his gym with Neil Hill, and I think he's training with John Delarosa as well. Um, mm. Um, just he'll just be putting it in, you know. You know he will. Um, it's what he. It's what he does. Um, I, yeah, I think we'll see something pretty good coming from him. I don't think he'll be good enough to compete for an Olympia title or anything like that. But I think we'll sort of see a new dimension to his physique. He's got a physique that's wanted to grow these last like six or seven years. Yeah, he's had to kill himself to get to two one two and eat like a girl year round. His words. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I think a little bit of a calorie surplus, and he just as he as he wants to just fucking blow up. I wouldn't be surprised to see him on stage at uh, getting on for two thirty, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at him now. He looks absolutely incredible. It's just it's mm. there's not much that you could pick out as being a weakness. I don't think he's got a yeah. weakness. Yeah, eyes. Uh, yeah, that's why he's been untouched on the the two one two. Um, the uh, seven years, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, I think that's. I think that's about. Is there? Is there anyone else you'd want to mention? For, yeah, uh, I'll, th- I'll throw one in because I'm living in Australia at the moment. Mm. Um, Big Josh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Luckily, he won't. He won't listen to this, so I'll give a go at <laughs> pronouncing his last name. Um, Josh <laughs> yeah. Leonard Towitz. Yeah. <laughs> Leonard Towitz. Um, <laughs> now. He is the nicest dude in the world. He's potentially the nicest bodybuilder I have ever met. Um, <laughs> he literally is at the Arnold Australia um, from start to finish all three days, yeah. unless he competes that year, um, obviously. Um, and he speaks to fucking everybody. And he's <laughs> the nicest dude. Um, got it wrong a couple of shows this year, then did pretty well on the one he did. Just wasn't quite conditioned enough, but he was bigger. Only issue he had with his physique was bringing up his arms. He's mm. done that. Um, him in mint condition could be top five. Mm. I'll 100% happily say that. He has got the structure, um, the ability to put on mass that a Mr. Olympia should have. Um, he yeah. just needs to bring that condition. And he's even said himself that the reason he can't is um it's it's a food thing um with him he he loves to eat um and as soon as he starts you know deflating he refeeds himself back up <laughs> but he's working with that um i think it's patrick tor or whatever his name is now um to show he is. who is who is renowned for getting people in shape okay. uh, at that sort of level that haven't before so if if he brings him in um 
Yeah, I think he could shock a few people, to be honest, this year. Yeah. If, I, if, it's a big if, but if he can bring in that condition with that size, his one weakness gone, yeah, he's he's the great white hope. <laughs> I like what you said about the ability to put on muscle. I think that's really important. Mm. It's, it's kind of what I was hinting at with, um, but you said it better. It's kind of what I was hinting at with uh, Sandow <clears throat> and, uh, and the others. Whereas Josh, it doesn't look like he can really, he's really going to stop at any time. And I think if he can put on enough mass to hide his weaknesses, because of the sheer size of him next to other people, kind of like Jay again, he'll just, yeah. he'll just make him look small. Yeah. Well, he's, um, he's a natural Mr. Olympia, I think, uh, Josh. He's won plenty of natural titles, didn't touch oh, wow. anything until he was um, a little bit older. Um, and he's still only 34 now, wow. which is young for people competing in the Mr. Olympia. Um, yeah. You got a couple at 30, don't really ever get anyone in their 20s. Not really, not in the open. Um, and then everyone else is late 30s and 40. So he's 34. Like that's eight years he could do, um, which is you know pretty amazing considering how he's looking at the moment. Mm. There's there's one more that I think we should cover. I think we've maybe forgotten about him because it's probably the hallmark of his career. People forget about him. Um, Roly. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's it's funny. Yeah. Funny because um, people do sort of forget. I thought personally, I'll say he looked phenomenal last year. I would have been happy just as happy if he'd won it last year to be honest yeah. um that is a lifetime best for him um and yeah he looks so good made everyone else look fat and he <laughs> as good as he was that first day of the show he improved so much towards the second day as well um i think he could have easily beaten phil happily um i don't think you could have been too angry if he'd beaten phil so here's, here's a question. Why, why did he lose out last year? What's, what's Rosen got that Roly doesn't? I'm basing this on last uh, year, his best condition. He looked, he looked really fucking good. Yeah. Um, you, you, could really argue maybe, you could argue maybe there's a lack of definition in the uh, sides, but his waist yeah. was tight. I, I don't, I don't yeah. see what he, was, what he was missing there. Personally, I think he looked more awesome. Yeah, honestly, if, if he'd won last year, um, I'd have been perfectly happy with it. Um, I remember... Because obviously for years, he just didn't get in the condition he needed. Um, and he slowly but slowly got better. Then I remember at the Arnold Australia 2018, which once again, I saw in person, hmm. he first came out in these fucking yellow trunks. <laughs> and straight away, everyone in the crowd knew he'd won. And <laughs> when his name got announced, it was the loudest cheer you've ever fucking heard. Um, he's just so likable. He is, yeah. A nice dude, fuck, just loves it. Like smokes weed all the time. Um, <laughs> he's the most chilled <laughs> person. Ever. Yeah, it's literally apparently it's all he does like backstage. Yeah, oh yeah, him, William Bonnack, and a couple of others. Uh, literally, smoke backstage. <laughs> Imagine what that smells like on stage. You know, <laughs> oh, weed, oh, mixed with tan, you know, sweat. oil. Oil. Yeah, okay. literally. Yeah, um, it's probably why he's so relaxed and happy. Right on stage. <laughs> you <wouldn't, laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I That's think great. if I mean, I like, love to see him if he, yeah, oh yeah, if he came in five percent better than last year, mm. I don't think I've got anyone beating him. Because you know, you know why they always say right that if you can't have the best of both worlds, you can't have the supreme conditioning and the size. Thing is, yeah. I think with Roly. He can sacrifice he can. Size, you know? Yeah. 
yeah, and still right. be one of the biggest on stage. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you could probably yeah. argue the same for Rami as well. But I think if we're looking at conditioning versus size, he could sacrifice some size and still be way bigger than anybody else on stage that's going to be there. Yeah, exactly. I uh, Yeah, I actually thought, he, I remember thinking I, he could have got second. Um, but I just thought, you know, politics and all, um, yeah. you've got to give Phil second if he's not winning. I think it was politics because they gave him the uh, the People's Award, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, what did you think of that? I thought that was bullshit. <laughs> um, I think I think he's pretty fucking funny when he came to accept it when he's wearing yeah. those tracky bottoms. Yeah, it's a baseball cap on as well and shit. Yeah, the baseball cap. He got like the WWE like wrestling yeah. belt and held it up to the crowd. I think it was a good moment. Yeah, but apparently um, something went wrong with the voting. Like okay. everyone needed to vote on their phone. Hmm. But the signal there was shit, so hmm. hardly anyone could vote. Ah. Um, so, I mean, I think it is a bit of bullshit, but it it was it added a little bit to the show. It was quite yeah. funny. Um, yeah. But was it funny just because Rolly won it? And Rolly's funny. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. If, I don't know, if, I can't think of anyone. If Dexter won it, for example, would it be as interesting? I love Dexter, but probably not. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. But then it's one of those things that people who tend to be interesting don't tend to win the Olympias. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying Kai for me is rather. I wouldn't say interesting. I'd just say he's weird as fuck. I don't, <laughs> I don't like all that shit. Like, I think it's a bit odd. Like, I mean, you know, I'm not judging. But, you know, do what makes you happy. But it, yeah. it's odd. I don't understand a lot of of that stuff because I know it's like art or whatever. But I don't really get it. But um, I don't see. I, I, I don't know. I, I just think if you're doing all that kind of stuff, it's, it's, it's a bit strange. I, I'm not sure that's really what they want to go for. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. yeah. The, the winners are always right pretty there. clean cut. I mean, you've got Coleman, Cutler, Dexter. Uh, yeah, who knows? Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting this year. Whatever, whatever happens with uh, fucking rape charges and fills and... Kai's coming back, even if none of those three can beat, it'll still be interesting, I think, just because it's wide open and hopefully they all feel that it's wide open so they really go for it more than ever. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the spot and say your prediction for 2019, nine weeks from now, what do you reckon? Um, I think the most logical one now is Curry for me. Um, but I would prefer to see Rolly win it just because I like Rolly. Yeah. Um, I I agree. Yeah. I was going to say Curry as well. I think Curry's a front runner uh, at this point because he's still improving rapidly. He's got the size, he's got the aesthetics, he's got the shape and he's looking well. Unless something happens with his legs, I think I think this is going to yeah. be a good year for him. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I think uh I think that's a a good round off there yeah. and It'll be good to see a couple of the other guys really surprise us and jump up, mm-hmm. climb up a few positions. Right, that sounds good. All right, I think it's uh, time for both of our next meals, so I want to uh, <laughs> call this out here. But uh, yeah, thanks for joining me, and um, we'll get this put up. And uh, yeah, so, uh, cheers for joining, Ollie, and to speak to you soon, mate. Yeah, one hundred percent. Thanks for having me on. It's been uh, a lot of fun. Nice one.